Assalamu alaikum, this is Sayyid Ali Imran and you're listening to the 40s podcast brought to you by Mizan Institute. This is episode 80, part 3, Everyone Must Pray to Repel Calamities. In hadith number 1, we read from Amirul Mu'mineen alayhi salam who said, Repel the waves of calamities by supplicating. Someone who is afflicted with calamities is not more in need of supplications than someone who is fine but is prone to being afflicted with calamities. Welcome to episode 80 where we have now begun with the third section of our 40s podcast series. If you recall all the way back in episode 1 where we introduced this series, we spoke about how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to Adam four important points. The third of those points was that Allah revealed to him that which is between you and I, and that is that we should supplicate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and it is upon Allah to accept and answer our supplications. And in that context, we are reciting this first narration. To add a little bit more depth to this discussion, in Nahjul Balagha, there's a very famous will of Imam Ali salam to his son. Some say it is being said to Imam Hassan salam, while others say it is to Muhammad bin Hanafiya. But regardless of who it's to, in this will, the Imam says some profound words regarding supplication. I'm now going to read that specific section regarding supplication. The Imam says, Know that he who owns the treasuries of the heavens and of the earth has permitted you to pray to him and has promised you acceptance of the prayer. He has commanded you to beg from him in order that he may give you and to seek his mercy in order that he may have mercy on you. He has not placed anything between you and him that may veil him from you. He has not required you to get a mediator for you to him. And if you err, he has not prevented you from repentance. He does not hasten with punishment. He does not taunt you for repenting, nor does he humiliate you when humiliation is more appropriate for you. He has not been harsh in accepting repentance. He does not severely question you about your sins. He does not disappoint you of his mercy. Rather, he regards absentation from sin as a virtue. He counts your one sin as one, while he counts your one virtue as ten. He has opened for you the door of repentance. Therefore, whenever you call him, he hears your call. And whenever you whisper to him, he knows the whisper. You place before him your needs, unveil yourself before him, complain to him of your worries, besiege him to remove your troubles, seek his help in your affairs, and ask from the treasuries of his mercy that which no one else has power to give, namely length of life, health of body, and increase in sustenance. Then he has placed the keys of his treasuries in your hands in the sense that he has shown you the way to ask him. All in all, the Imam salam is essentially saying that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala possesses the treasures and he has given the key to us, and that key is dua. Allah has asked us to use this key so that he can respond to us and give to us from his treasures. In the initial narration that we read, it said that one who is in a good situation, one who is not really afflicted with calamities, 
they should not think that they're not in need of supplicating. No, perhaps they may even be more in need of supplicating because there are narrations that say that when you are in a state of tranquility and bliss, this is a time where you should call out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and introduce yourself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and all the creations that live in the heavens. In one narration, it says that those who supplicate for the very first time when calamities fall upon them, all the creation of heaven, when they hear the person's voice, they say, who is this person? We have never heard this person's voice. Or they may say, why is it that this person is only calling out now when they're in trouble, but the rest of the time when they are in perfectly good health, they completely forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and don't call out to Him. They forget the fact that they are still in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In other words, before calamities fall upon you, you should still make your voice loud and clear to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, making it known that you are a needy person. You are somebody who is completely dependent on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not just wait for the time when calamities actually fall upon them. According to these narrations, what we establish is that dua, supplication, is recommended and it is desired at all times and in all places. And in the next couple of episodes, we're going to expand on the different dimensions of duas in more detail, inshallah. In the next episode, we'll read a narration on the conditions of the acceptance of dua and as well as a narration on being persistent in making dua. Thanks for tuning in today and to remain updated on the latest episodes, please follow us on our social media pages. And for more great content and other podcast series, please visit us on mizaninstitute.org. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.